Martin was a 14-year-old boy at Stoneman Douglas High School. He wanted to grow up and be in the Navy. He got shot and killed. Hey, it's Jose Galison. You're watching No Way Jose. You can find this on the No Way Jose YouTube channel, all the major audio packages, and Rumble as well. This is Rumble exclusive and the audio packages as well. But for the video side of it, this is Rumble exclusive. Uh, if you see the title of this, you'll know why. Uh, it's pretty obvious. This is not YouTube friendly, so I would highly recommend if you guys want content like this and you want to catch the video side of it, you follow me on Rumble. Uh, they'll be doing more. We'll be doing more of these in the future. Uh, trying to build up the Rumble, and also just because I like having these forbidden conversations, and I don't like having to be restricted by Rumble all the time or by YouTube all the time, and so I don't want to be too dependent on them. So, but with that, my guest today is Tim Tuttle. Uh, I do want to remind you guys how this works. My patrons, I gave out uh, a live stream link for this. I had to actually, as I did with the last one, I had to do a little bit of incognito and had to have them do it individually to each one. But, you know, it is what it is. Because uh, even with this, Patreon is uh, is known for uh, taking people down for stuff like this. So you got to be careful. Uh, but with that, how this works with my patrons, uh, they get this early. They're watching, the, there's some of them, I'm sure, are watching the live stream right now. Um, and you know how this works is I will about roughly a week later, depending on my schedule, it really fluctuates. Uh, it'll get released for the public. But if you want to get that early, you gotta have it be a patron at patreoncom no way Jose 2020. Lowest level to get the early stuff is two bucks. Uh, there's differing levels with differing perks. The highest being the sponsors, and I read those off every episode. Uh, I have Toad of my uh, co-host on Tower Gang. You can follow him at. Uh, Toad, God dang it, I need to remember. You guys know Toad, but yeah, definitely go follow him. I, could, I just blanked on his thing. I don't have it in my notes. I also have at Abrogate D's, then Kevin B. Clark, a full-time guitarist and private music teacher in the New York area. So if you're looking for somebody for that, he's your guy. Then at Z-O-V-E-R-A-C-K, then at underscore infinite zeal. Then Jacob Daniel of the Biblical Anarchy Podcast. You can follow him at Biblical Anarchy. Actually, just did an episode with him, recorded. I think it won't be out for about another month, but keep an eye out for that. And then I actually have my guest, Tim Tuttle, or at Jollyon Klebold. And it's Tower Gang Toad. I don't know why I blanked on him. I, I don't even have him in my notes because he's uh, I talk to him all the time, so I know his know his at usually off the top of my head but for some reason i couldn't think of it this time but yes i also do remind you guys toplobs.com that's where you can get the my, my the no way jose merch you can get other merch stuff too from toplobs it's not just my stuff but you can get the uh, terrence cheeky shirts you can get the uh, kenneth trying to do shirts but with that let's go ahead and get uh get uh, tim Tuttle in here and let's get going what's up my friend how you doing i'm pretty good Cool. It's glad to have you back again. We're going to get into this dark topic all over again. Uh, I did have a the, – there's been good reception from this, I think, uh, from the last one. It just came out the other day publicly. 
Uh, but the only thing I think that, that maybe I saw a couple complaints for people saying, oh, I didn't really didn't really learn anything. In the last episode, we kind of covered the basics, and but I felt that was appropriate for this because I think this has been memory hold for a lot. And, and, and really, I think most people don't know a lot about it, you know, myself included. I went on a deep dive, as I said before, a couple of years ago, I believe, and I've forgotten most of it. So uh, and even then I had to kind of get a refresher on all the basics. So I figured that'd be good for most people. But in this episode, we'll start digging. So if you're jumping in on the second one I, I, and you don't know much about Sandy Hook, I'd, pro I'd recommend go check out the first one. Uh, but yes, um, let's get into it, man. I last uh, you sent me over some notes of stuff you want to talk about, and you were pointing out that you noticed some crossover. This isn't, I guess, technically Sandy Hook related, but a lot of these things kind of flow in together. All these shootings and all these different things. Like uh, just today, I was talking to one of my normie friends about. I don't remember which shooting I was talking about. I remember as as I was describing it to him, I realized I was describing another shooting. But then the reason why I uh, there was there was such a conflation is because they so many of these have so many of the same ele elements. And I guess you noticed there was something that came out recently that kind of, you know, for you, you noticed a through line between the Covenant and the Uvalde shootings, uh, which uh, the Uvalde, those were both fairly recent. So uh, you want to let me know kind of what you were getting at with the through line there? And because uh, I'm kind of interested in what your thoughts are. Uh, yeah. Uh, before that, I did see that comment right before I got online. I, I was like, oh, that's, that's fair enough, I guess. All right. That's okay. Yeah, we just covered general information last time, so that's fair. We didn't really go deep. We just kind of the, the, just scratched yeah. the surface, but now we're going deeper. Uh, all right, I'll kind of go from Uvalde and Covenant to kind of get it out of the way. As far as uh, Uvalde, uh, let's say someone doesn't know what Uvalde is. Uvalde was, I believe it's Uvalde, Texas. It's a shooting at an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas. At Rob Elementary School, uh, Salvador Ramos went in and killed, I believe... It was 21 or 22 people. But today, the Washington Post published never-before-seen photos of the crime scene today. I mean, I'm not saying this lightly. I've seen a bunch of crime scene photos. I mean, I I, I know how dark it can get, but this is abs this is horrific. This is a, it's a bloodbath. It looks exactly like at the end of the first Saw movie. It, it's, a, it's absolutely a massacre. So the through line, one of the through lines with this is we have to remember that more people died at Sandy Hook and it was on carpet and it should have it had been a giant mess in both of those rooms. So that's kind of superficial. There is some deeper stuff there in Uvalde and Salvador Ramos and Adam Lanza that can be tied together. But going from that, we have two similar crime scenes, two, uh, both elementary schools, both children dying, but one looks like an actual crime scene and the other one, I'm not saying it out loud, I'm just saying the pictures they took is a little, little fishy. All right, so going from there to Covenant, the Covenant shooting, right quick, it was a shooting, I'm not... I can't remember where exactly in Tennessee, but it was at the Covenant School. It's a private school. It's connected to the Covenant Church. Uh, it was, a, I believe the name was Audrey Hale. Went there, killed about six people. <clears throat> and uh, with, all right, with Audrey Hale is most people don't realize is that 
I, I just mentioned it, that the school is connected to the church, is that the church uh, brutalized, supposedly has some pedophilia connections. Uh, I've read a disposition and news publications on it that uh, the Covenant Church uh, knowingly hit a pedophile in the church. It's, uh, I believe, the website that has all the stuff on it. It's the silentbail.com, something along those lines. So when we're looking at these three shootings, we have to ask ourselves, why would, I mean, I'm a, an adult. I would never think about hurting a child. And these people also are nowhere near being a child. I mean, I guess mathematically they're closer to being a child than an adult, well, besides Audrey, but it still makes no sense why a teenager or someone in their 20s would target children. So that is sort of the through line with these three shootings as far as sexual abuse allegations and as far as Sandy Hook, I mean, I mean, the crime scene just photos make no sense. So that's where the Uvalde connection is because that's what Sandy Hook should look like. Mm -hmm. And you said from the crime scene photos, it really, I'll be honest. I mean, maybe, I mean, I've never been in like some sort of crime scene. I've actually, I think one, there was one time in my life, uh, I, I did come across someone who, uh, committed suicide. It was, uh, when I lived in a different place, there was, a it was kind of one of those places, uh, kind of a suburbs type thing where we lived right next to each other, was like <clears throat> 20 feet from the next person. And they were a decent size. So it was just your standard suburb. And the person, my neighbor, I guess they had gone out partying the night before, like they're older, uh, you know, teenage ad or like teenage adult ish kids. And uh, one of their friends decided to sleep in his car and he shot himself. And so that's probably like, I guess during the night he got depressed after coming home drinking and he decided to shoot himself. And I came across his body the next morning and uh, yet there, it wasn't like a ton of blood, but that was just one shot to the dome. I don't know. I feel like it was probably a smaller caliber weapon. Uh, I, but the point I'm getting is like, I, I mean, I saw those photos you sent over. I mean, they, if anything, they look kind of almost fake, like there was too much blood, but I guess you could take either side of like, you know, one didn't have enough blood or one has too much. I don't really have a proper grip on how much blood would be in a situation like that. I mean, that, like I said, that's the only like encounter I've really had with any sort of bloody death involving firearms. Uh, you know, and there wasn't like, it was just kind of for that, that guy, there was like a stream of blood that kind of ran down and that was it. Uh, which, you know, which is part of why it took a while to even realize the guy had domed himself because it just wasn't that much blood. And you kind of have this idea in your head of a lot. So I guess it's kind of, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know really know what I'm getting at. The point is, like, I, we, I don't really have a good grip on what is a proper amount of blood in a mass shooting. But either way, you have one where there's a ton and one where there's not much. And the one that has not much is the one that has a, a de I believe it's probably I don't know how many were killed in the uh, in the shooting. I don't know if it was the Covenant or the Uvalde. I forgot already which one was the one with the shootings. So I don't know, like. I don't know if it was like I would assume it was probably in the in the ballpark of double the amount in uh, in uh, in Sandy Hook because it's known for being one of the most bloody, uh, one of the biggest school shootings. Uh, if you don't count colleges, I think it is the the most bloody school shooting, uh, or most uh, most casualties, I guess, or, or deaths. So either way, it it's fishy one way or the other. <laughs> either way, uh, but yes, and I this now this I guess kind of brings us to possible motives 
for, you know, I guess this kind of applies to Adam or whoever may be the shooter for Sandy Hook and then also kind of <laughs> loosely applies to Covenant and Uvalde as well. Uh, we we kind of got at the, you know, the, the kid diddling. Uh, so where where are we seeing, where, where are you, what are your thoughts when it comes to motives in general when it comes to Sandy Hook particularly? As far as a motive, I think uh, really since Columbine, they have always been really reluctant about releasing motives because Columbine, it was, they were bullied. Well, with Columbine, it makes absolutely no sense. They didn't kill any bullies. So, and so they just quit doing motives after that because everyone's like, that's kind of dumb. With uh, Sandy Hook, the only possible motives, I have an examiner headline right here. Police investigate video posted one day prior to Sandy Hook massacre. Right, so this is actually what supposedly Adam Lanza put out. It was published on December 18th, 2012. So this is about four days after the shooting. A YouTube channel was discovered. It was linked to Lanza. Also, again, allegedly. The channel was titled Trolley Rule. And it had only one video that was published two days before the shooting. <clears throat> The channel's About Me section, quote, said, We are those that are willing to die or kill to end the mind rape of our children. The war for your brain has begun. Which, little side note, that sounds like an info war promo almost. It's, that sounds pretty ridiculous. There's, I've already mentioned it. There's only one video published. Let's see. Da, da, da. The video that was published was titled, I am Adam Lanza. I will be famous. The video contained... All right, the vid all right, we can get into this later at some point. Adam Lanza actually did have a confirmed YouTube, and it was this weird just him talking with no video. The video on Charlie Rule, it said, all that she wanted was the picture-perfect life. I guess me being raped was not in her idyllic plans. Fuck her. I choose to go to level 121 and rule, spelled with two whales. I think it's a video game reference. I will swing the sword of destruction and live forever. I am Adam Lanza. People will hate me. I am. I will be immortal. And also on the web archive, as far as this, this is this is taken down. So uh, someone was able to grab some information off of that before it was taken down. So that's the first sort of hint that any sort of motive, and this is four days after the shooting. If I'm not getting my dates wrong, I believe Sandy Hook was December 14th, 2012. So that's odd. Yes, for sure. Like, that, makes, that makes no sense. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. Yes, as far as I am Adam Lanza, I will be famous. I mean, if he's planning a mass shooting, I mean, that kind of makes sense. The rest is sort of like, what is going on here? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> would you mind reading that again? Just because I, I want to reprocess yeah. that. Because that was, that yeah, is weird. So, and it was it's... hard for me to even process. All right. I'll, uh. I did obviously caught the rape part, part but they're, they're. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, you were talking. Uh, you kind of went down for a second. 
Oh, okay. Well, then maybe that's my bad. But either either way, just you can go ahead and read it again because I just do want to reprocess that because it was yeah. Dude, I mean, I'm trying to process it as I'm listening, and I'm still like, it sounds like gobbledygook. I got the rape part, and then obviously the you know I'll be immortal, which kind of to me obviously implies you know I'll be remembered forever. Uh, but yeah, if you because if you could just repeat that again, just okay. for for me and I guess for the audience, so we can reprocess that. I will caveat this. This is. I don't, I mean, I don't, I'm pretty sure it's not confirmed, but I mean, like, who the fuck else would post that? This is allegedly Adam Lanza. The channel's called Charlie Rule. The About Me section's weird. I'm just, the video's probably a blank screen and just, that's probably why they delete it, because if it is actually him, that's a, it's clearly a motive, because it would be the same exact voice as far as his actual confirmed YouTube. Anyway, I'm talking too much. All right, here's the entire quote. All right. <clears throat> the video was titled. All right. The video was titled, I am Adam Lanza. I will be famous. The video's contents were all she wanted was picture perfect life. I guess me being raped was not in her idyllic plans. Fuck her. I choose to go level 121 and rule. I will swing the sword of destruction and live forever. I am Adam Lanza. People hate me. I will be immortal. <laughs> that's it. Okay. That's the video. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. I feel like that's actually, all right. That makes, you know, now that I hear that, it kind of makes some sense. I mean, it does sound like kind of a little bit gobbledygook, but it does sound like, you know, he sounds like he probably got, he's implying he got <laughs> raped. Uh, and I, the level 121, I don't know if he was a big video gamer, I believe. Uh, uh, so someone, no, um, on my on my first account before I got banned, someone that is a video game. That is like a video game reference, mm -hmm. but it's like uh, what is it? Was that video game Fantasy Heart? Whatever that was for, it's something like that for PlayStation Two. It's like sort of anime, some sort of video game reference like that. I think. Yeah, that's what I immediately thought was a video game reference. So, so I'm going to go to the highest level, swing the sword of destruction, obviously implying you know killing people. And I will be immortal. I will be hated. You know, I will be famous. All that. That does all check out. Uh, all right. Well, I guess the, then from there, I guess, the, the, I mean, I feel like I know I vaguely recall there were a lot of inferences from people that there were some, uh, you know, issues with him and his mother. Uh, so I'm assuming this is implying his mother or someone found yeah. out about his rape and he did not take it well. Uh, I guess this would kind of, I guess that's the, the next caveat, just kind of what, what do, where, where do we know about the possible him kid diddling uh, on him? Uh, because uh, I have definitely heard that being floated around before. Okay. As far as uh, I have two headlines and this, as far as it's kind of interesting how news publications, this is the Connecticut post and also CNN, how they'll twist the facts like, they allege Adam Lanza was a pedophile, so that's why he did what he did, which he does on his actual confirmed YouTube channel have topics on pedophilia, some writings. So they're just like, oh, he was a pedophile. So instead of, I guess, diddling kids, he wanted to shoot a bunch of them, which is kind of nonsensical. If anybody later wants to message you or me, I do have the title of these publications. And I'll send them to them. But as far as that video, it ties in to its actual confirmed YouTube, which was C Cultural Philistine. I might have briefly talked about it last episode. 
but the just the title of his the his channel uh, shows uh, what's the damn word uh, like first degree murder like you plan it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds like premonition. Tell me, like trolley, whatever the name of the YouTube channel is that we're getting at. That's not no. That's oh, that's okay. an alleged YouTube channel. His actual oh, okay. YouTube channel is Cultural Philistine. I'm trying to yeah. think of the word. It's premeditated. That's the word. Okay. The title in and of itself would show premeditation of Sandy Hook. So if someone wants to, I'm not. It happened. I mean, the YouTube channel actually would argue that because Cultural Philistine was a book written in the 80s. I think, and it was written by a person named Sidney Hook. Mm. So Adam Long's YouTube channel being titled that could be argued by a very fancy lawyer that that is absolutely uh, planned out, knew what was going to happen. All right, let's say that's irrelevant. On his YouTube channel, I believe the video was titled Suffering. He has a bunch of weird, all of his videos are weird. It's just him talking. On the suffering episode, he actually just says flat out he was raped multiple times. He said his parents knew about it, did nothing. And his point of the whole video was like the point of existence was suffering. Like that's that's the point of existence, which uh, we could briefly get into that. But he was he was an oddball. He had a bunch of he was like a Reddit bro, but he was like a very weird nihilist. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. Because then even even the other one, trolley, I forget what the other the other part of it was. But my to analyze that some more, I, I, that sounds to me like a trolley problem. Like he's implying yeah. that. So I, but it almost like a reverse trolley problem. Like kill a bunch of people to save one himself. Uh, that's kind of what my head went to. I mean, I may be overanalyzing that, but that's just kind of my thoughts when I heard that. That like it probably is implying some sort of trolley thing, deaths, you know, something along those lines. But you know, maybe overanalyzing it. But this guy was kind of a bit of an autist, so this these are the ways he probably would have been thinking about things on on, on multiple levels, uh, thinking in symbolism and such. And you know, even just that little that first video you were talking about, he was it clearly was kind of poetic in a sense. So he's not one to just spell it out in a boring way. He's going to find a more intricate, symbolic way to to express it. Uh, But, all right, well, I guess, you know, we we talked about the the kid. So where, I guess, I'm assuming uh, you have in the notes, you want to talk about the mental asylum, uh, Fairfield. I'm assuming that would probably maybe play into the... uh, the uh, molestation, possibly. Uh, I mean, correct me if I'm okay. wrong. That's just where my mind went um, to. I would assume. Uh, as far as uh, Richard Novia, the Fairfield too, we can get in that with Richard Novia. And the when this first happened, the day of, I mean, I have uh, the Infowars episode uh, archived on my phone. Somebody archived it. I didn't do it. I had a bookmark. They were saying that Nancy Lonza was a teacher at Sandy Hook. I mean, it was, uh, I believe the RT, whatever that Russian news thing is, mm-hmm. they also, they all, they also published that, said it on the news, a bunch of them, which makes no sense and makes absolutely no sense. So unless if she worked there in some capacity, as for the further along the shooting went, the less and less involvement she had at the school. And my only explanation to that would be Richard Novia. 
And the FBI files, this can be the first mention of Richard Novia. Richard Novia said that sometimes Adam Lonza would have episodes. And he doesn't say Nancy Lonza. He says Miss Lonza, Lonza, which my girlfriend's was a teacher. So I understand like kids and teachers calling them Miss April or whatever their name is. So that's, mm. that could just be an FBI thing and how they wrote it. So maybe that means nothing, but wherever she was, wherever she worked in like five to 10 minutes, she would be able to go help Adam if he's having an episode. And Richard Novia was the person that mentioned that. He was also the very first person to mention Adam Monza had Asperger's. And he was also, he's the only one to ever mention that Adam Lonzo couldn't feel pain, which I'm not, I don't have any sort of medical degree or training to my understanding. That's like an insanely rare disorder. Yeah. Like I think even Daniel Tosh had a joke. Like if he had a daughter or a son that had that disorder, like the kid would die because he'd be like, honey, look, our kid's a superhero. She's left her hand on the stove for like an hour. Yeah. I mean, there's actually I uh, God, I can't. I wish I could recall where I saw this. I saw something where there was a a kid that had this disorder, and yeah, I mean, I I struggle to believe that he actually had this disorder. Maybe he meant something more by that. Maybe he just meant that he had gotten to the point to where he just was dull to pain, like, uh, or just had a high pain tolerance. Because yes, the people that the kids that actually have that disorder struggle greatly. So I feel like, I mean, I guess maybe that could have been something that happened in the family dealt with in their own way and never expressed it to other people. But I just feel like that would have come up somewhere else because that is a, they, they would be known because, uh, yes, people don't think about the way in which pain receptors aid and just going along in life because, because, yeah, you just, if you start from a kid, I mean, the, anyone who's had kids, you know, they kind of, they get hurt, they do dumb shit and then they realize, oh crap, I can't do that because that hurts. And that's a learning process, whereas you never have that you know, negative consequence to doing damage to your body. It, you have no reason to think, oh, I shouldn't do damage to my body. But anyways, w w I guess we'll go on with Richard Novia. But my point being is, yeah, I, I doubt he has that, but I guess it's possible. Just that would be a huge thing to keep under wraps, because I feel like that would be well known uh, amongst anyone who knew him that he had this condition. As far as I can't, I hate the way my voice sounds. I didn't re-listen to the last time I was on here. I might have mentioned it the last. I, I can't stand how I sound. Well, I but, the same um, way. I have an awful voice. Yeah. I know it. I don't know why I took up podcasting. But go on. <laughs> uh, I can't remember. Uh, Adam Lonza was on some RPG Columbine forum, and the only reason I think what Richard Novia might have some truth is that Adam said he castrated himself. And also, it kind of ties into the Covenant shooting. She fired like a – she only killed six people, but she fired like 150 times. So it's this, this issue of targeting children. It's like the number of times they shot the kids, they're clearly mutilating their bodies. I mean, you can't shoot like Adam Monza did, like shoot someone up to 15 times unless something's off. I mean, you shoot a child once, there's clearly something off. And I mean, like, to that extent, it's like something way deeper. Huh. Well, the only <clears> thing <throat> I can think of, I mean, if he did actually castrate himself, that's insane. But the only thing I can think of, he just, I mean, he did have a lot of mental issues. I'm assuming he was probably heavily medicated. I don't know what medications he was on. I mean, the only thing I can think of is maybe he was on medications that either blunted pain or made it to where he was just that deranged to where he would inflict pain and not really make a thing of it but i mean obviously he still felt it but 
yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know how to wrap my head around that one because that is, that is yeah. because yes, I mean, anyone that's extreme. Yes, <laughs> that's like a Serbian film. I mean, like, there's like, what do you compare that to? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I still don't think he had the has the condition because that would make sense, wouldn't make sense to me unless no. that was something the family never told anyone. But he just wouldn't be able to function normally at all. And I know he kind of didn't function normally in society, but he wouldn't have been able to function to another level. <laughs> like, so, because I well, know he that, was in school uh, and such. That kind of ties into we can get to Peter Lonza later. But I mean, there's very contradictory statements about the condition of Adam Lonza. Like, the example, the reason, or not the reason, like why Richard Novia even was. He was the first one to say Adam Lanza had Asperger's. He was on what's what's her name, Nancy Grace, mm-hmm. has that god awful hair and that voice. Yeah, <laughs> he, he was the he was the first person to say that that said he had he had Asperger's. He wouldn't target this. No one would ever think he would do something like this. For those who don't so, know, Nancy Grace is basically a cunty Paula Dean, uh, but yeah, news, she is, yeah, that's basically she is awful. What she is. <laughs> But yes, go on. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. That was the only thing because I know that might be a deep cut for a lot of people. But she's a cunty, a cunty uh, Paula Dean that's not cooking and she does like new shit. So, but go on. Well, uh, one little note. This is a question I have to myself: was uh, maybe Novia and Nancy had some sort of love interest? I mean, that's a possibility. She was single. I mean, she was divorced, and he knew way more on Adam. Then even, well, I mean, his father's only put out one thing, so I guess you can say he knows more. But he was, he was a guy that knew the most about Adam. Which kind of ties into, he was the head of security at Newtown, which I mean, officially it was at the high school, but I mean, he was it was all over like the Newtown school system. So it's safe to assume he probably did something at the elementary school. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> As Richard- t- Richard Novia, so he he was the head of security, is what you're saying, right? Uh, yes. Is that what you uh, said? Okay. All right. So it's a, right. he wasn't a cop like uh, Neil Gardner that we talked about on Columbine. He, uh, he handled like, like for example, I have some notes on he was his security sales and integration school, and that okay. concerned the surveillance system that he himself went and got for the Newtown school. Okay. All right, I only asked that because I wanted to clarify because it is odd that he knows all these details about him. And I know that I believe, I mean, maybe I'm conflating this with another shooting of some sort, but I believe there's another individual that plays, he's either a counselor or a mental health individual of some sort that uh, had some sort of ties with Lanza. So I was thinking maybe it was that guy, uh, unless I'm just, you know, mixing it up with another shooting. Uh, So I just Uh, want to clarify that because that sounds like something that somebody that was your counselor or or some sort of mental health advisor would know. But for someone who's a security guy, that's weird. But go on. As far as I, again, I hate the way I sounded. I don't know if I said this last time. Adam Lonza had a psychiatrist that was raping patients and he moved to New Zealand when it, to avoid being prosecuted for it. I think he eventually came back and faced probation or jail time. But, I mean, all the pieces are there as far as I wake up and there's snow outside. It probably snowed the day before. Or maybe not. Maybe it's that fake snow that happened all them years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, (laughs) All right. So, yes, he has a psychologist that that was got busted for – 
raping kids or raping people later or you know diddling kids uh is there any more on richard novia that you want to you want to talk about uh, yeah I'm, okay. i got a little off that's not bad i got yeah, a little no, that's off. fine that's fine <laughs> i just in my head was confusing him with a psychologist or whoever so i was trying to make sure it was clear for me and for the audience because okay. that makes it even well, more unique this guy's a security guy who knows all this shit so well novia does kind of tie into everything i'm sorry it's a little further in my notes uh novia i mentioned uh it was security system integration school. I can give you off the, what I remember, I ain't got to read my notes is, uh, he watched footage of Columbine. It's, this is in the publication. He watched footage of Columbine and he thought that Sandy hook or Newtown, the Sandy hook high school didn't have the system. And there was things going around the school. To, like, for example, uh, uh, that I, I think I might have told you. I've been emailing this person that runs the Sandy Hook website, and they actually some people. This is one of the justifications that was used to get a security system at the Newtown High School is somebody was lighting fires, and they couldn't figure out who the hell was doing it. She told me that people around there like suspected that he was starting those fires. Who's that? Ad- Adam or Richard? Novia, Richard Novia. Okay, Richard. Novia. He's the Just... one that was arguing to get this security system. Mm-hmm. And these fires started happening, and they had no security system. So it's like, how are we going to figure this out? So but that could be. He was doing could be here. <laughs> yeah, he was just lighting. I, I guess he's just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I, have yeah. my way. Yeah, I said he was doing school gladio. I didn't know if you hear that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but all right, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. Gladio, that's years in advance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, he was all. He was also a member of federal law enforcement. Oh, it's uh, the company Infograd, Infoguard, however you pronounce it. It's like a, I guess, kind of like a training for federal law enforcement. So uh, long story short, he eventually did get the security system. So the Newtown High School has security cameras for sure. And that's not an issue because they figured out who was vandalizing. They supposedly figured out who was starting the fires so i don't know i guess he had a patsy for <laughs> his gladio operation <laughs> yeah okay um all right, let's like i don't mean to throw you off so just maybe make a mental note of where you are but i i guess i gotta re-examine this because uh you know may i he okay let me re-examine kind of what you said you you said because I, I already am catching some sort of federal connection i mean obviously it sounds like it's kind of loose but this i mean it's worth noting so he richard novia he has some sort of federal uh security uh <laughs> systems connections of some sort uh Infrared, i'm yes. probably mispronouncing it they're okay. uh they're partners with federal law enforcement i don't have it in my notes as far as what training they do i'm not i don't believe it's a lockheed martin or a raytheon i don't think it's something like that i think they help train federal law enforcement okay so something some, some security agents yeah, so some security agency that helps train is kind of where, what was that? Okay, got it. All right, I just wanted to clarify that so we know where this connection is. I mean, obviously, that doesn't sound like a strong connection, but still a connection. It's something but, that's there. Yes. Some, however loose it may be. Yeah, and they're always usually pretty loose. It's always some cutout yeah. with a, from a cutout from a cutout, but go on. Plausible deniability. Yep. As for, all right, now someone listening, and you're probably thinking, like, what the fuck does Novia connect to anything? Mm-hmm. The last note I have on Novia was 
Uh, it might still be up on his LinkedIn. I'm not, I haven't checked, so I'll about to do that. But someone screen grabbed on his on his LinkedIn that he used to be a private detective, which I'll be fair. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. My dad used to be a private investigator back before my time. You'd catch people cheating on each other, which, I mean, it happens. But in the capacity that he was a private detective, he was retained by the maternal family of Dorian Vincent. This is a, I think it's a big case over in the Connecticut area. She disappeared in 1988 and they suspect the father. There's something going on there. Nobody can make sense of it. But also in this, in these research circles is that suspected to be tied to some sort of human trafficking sex ring, something like even the website that had his LinkedIn informations, like would this a uh, sex ring of the likes connected to Jeffrey Epstein, but I, all right, someone, maybe someone on here is listening from Connecticut and they know way more about Dorian Vincent, but there was the human trafficking allegation with that because it's still unsolved. I believe. I mean, I just read it on Wikipedia to make sure I had the basics down. Okay. All right, weird. <laughs> yeah, this is different. Like that, he's a security guy. He's a private detective with connections allegedly to human trafficking. And I also didn't mention it. In two thousand and eight, he was fired. Or at the time of the that it was the note I have is two thousand eight incident with a student resulting in his firing. Insecurity. I can't even read my own own handwriting. I, I don't know what that says. He had an incident to where he went to court over it, and I guess it was he got fired. Okay. He got into it with a student, and he okay. pushed him and, and went to court. Yeah, that's what I, I re- vaguely recalled that there was some sort of physical altercation of some sort with a kid. Uh, back to the private investigator thing, just to clarify, because uh, we said he's a connection, but I, I want to say like connection on what side? What he was in looking into this? What looking was he looking into the the ring itself, or was he like? on the opposite side where he was lo- seems to be working for the people who may have been part of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, what, well, what he you... never solved it. Okay. So well, he yeah, was so that, uh, yeah, retained by the maternal family of Dorian Vincent. So the father was suspected. So I'm guessing the grandparents and the mother hired him to look into it. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, common in like, whenever you get into deep, deep fed lore of some sort, it's not all that uncommon. Uh, for example, in the RFK uh, stuff, like in the series I covered, they when they got the lawyers, they they were lawyers that were on the I think the I forget the name of the list, but there's some like CIA list of like connected lawyers, and of course they were on that. I believe the same thing was with the, uh, with the JFK, and I believe the same thing was with the MLK, some of the MLK related stuff. So I mean, there's a through line to where any there's deep deep uh, black ops type stuff, and anytime there's some sort of lawyer or investigator or whatever a lot of times it's their own guy that way they can control it so i mean obviously that i mean obviously that's a very deep speculation but my only point is okay that there's a connection that's interesting i don't know maybe you can apply some pattern recognition but something worth noting it's interesting uh part of his past but go on okay uh where you could move on from there is fairfield mm-hmm. uh one of the strangest things even like the most hardcore sandy truefer.org whoever it is is shortly following the shooting is the school was demolished 
which in and of itself is not odd. We mentioned Uvalde. Now, I believe I've read a news publication that said there's plans to demolish that school. What's odd is, is that everyone that demolished the school, also Adam Lonza's house, 36 Uganda Street, all had to sign non-disclosure agreements, which I, I, that's just strange to me. They had to sign NDAs, did not talk about anything they may have saw or may have not saw. Just whatever happened, they can't talk about. So why I think that might be interesting is Fairfield was this mental asylum in Connecticut. I'm pretty confident I did mention this last time. It was what Newtown was famous for before the shooting. It was this several movies were filmed there. It had underground tunnels. I mean, and it's also only three miles away from Sandy Hook. So there could be a theory. Were there tunnels that connected to Fairfield? And also, this ain't this is not a tangent. Adam Lanza, he had one friend. Well, he had several friends over the years. But uh, the Connecticut State Police interviewed him through email. I think it was his Dance Dance Revolution friend, the guy that filmed him playing Dance Dance Revolution. Mm-hmm. Is uh, I do remember reading that when I first got back uh, interested in Sandy Hook. And he mentioned that Adam liked traveling like abandoned areas or like going on hikes, things like that, which does kind of check out because the only pictures of Peter and Adam, like they're on top of a rock, like backpacking, they clearly would hike. So that would go into speculative theory. Like maybe he discovered something he shouldn't have things along those lines. I mean, you have to with something like this because I mean, everything's hidden. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the mental asylum, was it active during this time, or is this one of those like mental asylums that's kind of like had been defunct for a while type thing? It was closed down, I believe. I'm probably got the year wrong. It was in the '90s, I think it was '96. But okay. I mean, they did like real MK Ultra shit. I mean, it was like electroshock therapy, uh, and also have Gene Rosen in my notes a little bit more. Supposedly, he was a psychologist that worked at Fairfield, and he was prominently featured in the days, the day of and the days following the shooting. So, like, even if that's a loose connection, I mean, there is a psychologist at Fairfield that is someone that, quote unquote, saved children that day. Okay, so that's odd that he showed up. So, wait, so this obviously this guy was no longer working there because it was no longer operational, but he for some reason was, I guess, must have lived nearby and for some reason was involved. Uh, okay. Uh, and that's not the same psychologist that uh, got busted for the, the kid diddling, no, right? No, okay. Just no. to be clear. All right. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, is there, is there anything, what, is there anything more you want to expound upon with the, the mental asylum or is that just, it's just that this is the loot, the loose connections there. Cause I mean, I'm already seeing the pattern recognition in my head, the, 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 the mental asylum, which obviously there may be some loose MK ultra stuff, obviously the tunnels, maybe you know, something you could use to, to shuttle children around. We got a psychologist, we got Richard Novia that kind of may play a role in this somehow. And then, you know, obviously then you got, uh, on top of that, he claimed he got raped. So, I mean, okay. I mean, obviously this is all pattern recognition, but this is all stuff that like, I can't help but notice. So, uh, whatever I'm pointing it out. Uh, all right. Is there anything more in that realm, uh, that you want, that you want to point out? Uh, one note I do have on Fairfield was, uh, there was a house. I can't remember. He was, uh, one of the, one of the best guys I follow on Twitter. Uh, I think his name is like Gasly Skull, something along those lines. 
was I believe it was either him or someone else that said this to me was uh, there was a Newtown high school student back in 2004. His name was Matthew Hunt. He was doing an investigative project on Fairfield. Like I remember, I think he was doing a blog. It was something along those lines. He was going to investigate Fairfield and he ended up suddenly dying in 2004. So no way. you can't say they're connected, but that not, that's, a little odd. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Uh, that's something. Um, all right. Um, is there is I mean, is there anything anything else between I mean, Novia, the mental asylum, or the psychology? Because I mean, I do think there's something between these conglomerate of different things going on. Obviously, once again, I'm not drawing any conclusions. I'm just pointing out weird things uh, here, and, and that's kind of going to be a through line through this. I don't think we're going to get to the end of the series and be like, this is what happened at all, really. The, the, no. There's so much redacted stuff. There's so much, I'd assume, uh, there's probably conflicting information once you dig into it. So this is kind of all we have, but, I mean, whatever. Here we are. I mean, they, the world says we can't talk about it, so I want to talk about it. But uh, is there anything else in this loose group of uh, information, anything that you think – would play into this or not because otherwise i think we've kind of you know i think this is a good kind of uh miasma uh, of of information here that may may make up a good uh you know good episode and, and then save something for the next one but otherwise is there anything else in this thing i know you want to talk about peter but i don't know if he connects into this or if that might be a separate node uh i could go into we could go into an actual psychologist that was at the school or peter lonzo absolutely in a bigger way as far as pedophilia and all that goes. Cause I said, I might've mentioned, yeah, cause it was in my notes that, uh, that the ring connected to what Richard Novia was into was maybe connected to Jeffrey Epstein. So yeah, instead of Gene, uh, Peter Lonzo would absolutely be, would be a good thing to go into. Okay, let's do it. I mean, you said there's also another psychologist. I don't know if this is the one that, that we were referring to earlier, the one that got busted for the, for the child molestation. Uh, but I mean, we, you can take that either way. If you want to go to Peter or the psychologist, both of those sound like things that would be appropriate to go into in this, in this, this, uh, episode in the series. Okay. Uh, you can, you can, since this episode, I'm not going to say featured pedophilia because we're not featuring pedophilia. <laughs> it had pedophilia connections with the shooting. All right. Uh, Peter Lanza, he's only been on camera to my knowledge once. And that was the night of the shooting when he picked up Ryan Lanza. So there's only one video of him that could be him, kind of looks like him. But he's only, until this day, he's only put out one interview. It wasn't recorded. It was, uh, I can't remember the title of it. I think the New York Times put it out. He put it out with, uh, and also I mentioned it earlier as far as conflicting reports about Adam Monza's well-being. He put out a piece with and Andrew Solomon, that's his name. You probably don't know who he is. Until I did this research, I had no idea who the hell he was either. All right. Before we get into it, Adam or Andrew Solomon, he ha- he. I think he actually put this out. Is he went to Tibet or like Indonesia? It was some weird. I'm not going to be disrespectful and say shithole, but I'm going to say some part of some dirty part of the world where he. Uh, there's photos of him covered in animals' blood drinking a Coke with like the most psychotic smile ever. And we'll say that's just a non sequitur. Like, okay, that's, I mean, he does work for the New York times. Maybe he's just odd. So how Andrew Solomon would connect to the whole 
pedophilia angle in Peter Lanza is Andrew Solomon is in Epstein's black book. I don't know. I've gone through the black book or the sources claiming to be Epstein's black book. So if someone's names in that black book to me, I have no idea what that means. Yeah. I don't know if this is someone he had blackmail on, or this is just someone he maybe, I don't know, would like to talk about football. I have no idea, but his name is in the black book. Okay. And to clarify, uh, Peter Lonzo, that's the father, right? Or is that the yes, brother? Uh, okay. It's the father. Yeah. Okay. But all right. So we got this weird, uh, Solomon, Solomon, I'm assuming he's a journalist. I don't know if yeah. you said that particularly. For okay, the yes. New York Times. Yeah. Okay. You did say New York Times. So yes, journalist. Okay. Uh, all right. So he's been palling around with Epstein. So that doesn't mean he did anything, but I mean, once again, yeah. pattern recognition, that's a strong pattern recognition. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, either way, even if he didn't do anything, he's still palling around with people like Epstein. So, I mean, I don't know. Take that, do that what you will. Uh, either way, this is, this is the company that he keeps. So, you know, uh, I do think that does to some extent speak to people. Uh, but you know, I mean, obviously there's all sorts of people on there. There's, you know, I mean, I wasn't, isn't Trump on there too? I mean, I'm not that I'm like a yeah. Trump fan. I know a lot of people. Actually, there's that. photos of him with Epstein. Say what? There's actually photos of Trump with Epstein. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah I know the, all the arguments for that. Yeah, and then people argue one with the other too. And it, you know, as I, we said before, that doesn't mean anything. I know there's all sorts of rumors that Trump really didn't like him, ended up like you know kicking him out of his place later. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Supposedly, once he found out some of the allegations, I don't know if that's true. I don't know. I mean, I don't really. I'm not here to defend Trump. My point, point being, is it's, yeah. it's completely plausible that someone could just be hobnobbing in those type of social circles and just not. That's just some dark corner of it that they then you know, oh shit, accidentally wander into. So it's not that crazy. Uh, you know, but either way that these are the social circles he seems to be hanging out in. So whatever, <laughs> do with that what you will, but all right, I guess we can keep going with, uh, with whether you want to keep going on with Solomon or, or, you know, kind of get into Peter. As far as the last thing, as far as how they're connected is, uh, Peter Lonza worked at, I believe the company's name is G E financial. I can't remember if that's a subset of J.P. Morgan or J.P. Morgan owns it. It's something along those lines. And uh, I can't remember Peter Lons' exact position there, but uh, there's some pharmaceutical connection between Andrew Solomon and Peter Lonza. And also, I believe there was a giant lawsuit. I, I don't have this in my notes, but uh, Peter, there was a giant lawsuit with GE Financial, J.P. Morgan, around the time that the shooting happened and this would go into the McGowan program to kill theory that, uh, these are like targeted hits or these are events they use for people in these positions to sort of blackmail them. Like, look what we made your son do. So you know, better say what the hell we want you to say when this trial comes up. So that's, that's kind of a program to kill angle. Yeah, and to the, real quick on the J.P. Morgan thing, unless I'm remembering this incorrectly, I believe that they were like the top execs. I believe there's a specific exec in there that's highly connected to uh, to Epstein. Uh, like, like, I'll, like, yeah. I, I don't, I can't quote like you know, spur like give all the information off the top of my head. But I do remember there were uh, they, they were very connected. I believe you know very strongly financially supporting him in a lot of ways and. Uh, yeah, they get a lot of flack for that, but I believe that, like, so far as, like, major institutions, they were, like, one of the biggest ones, if not the biggest one, that was kind of associated with them, along with, uh, I believe, Victoria's Secret.
Eckert was another one that was really the guy that headed that up was the, probably the other big like kind of um, you know uh, institution related thing to uh, Epstein. Uh, although I'm, I'm sure there were definitely obviously others, but those are probably like the, the two biggest ones I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, but JP Morgan definitely being a big dog there. Uh, so once again, another connection, obviously, you know, that doesn't, you know, just cause he worked for J or had some connections to JP Morgan. Cause even then within JP Morgan, it was like the top execs that we're doing. So I don't know. Uh, so either way, just we're, once again, pattern recognition, I keep caveating this cause I don't want people to then say, Oh, clearly this is all true. But I mean, whatever, we're, we're kind of amassing a lot of weird connections either way. So you know, once these, these patterns start building up, it is kind of like, I'm seeing a pattern. So, but anyways, go on. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, there's a lot of kind of speculating, which I mean, with, a, with something like this, you're going to have to, because they don't want to put out anything. So at some point you're just going to have to speculate. But one thing that we don't have to speculate on is in that, piece that he put out with Andrew Solomon is is Peter Alonzo said a lot of weird shit about Adam that doesn't make any sense. Like, uh, okay, here's what all right, he had Asperger's allegedly. Let's say that's true. He said Peter said that Adam didn't like touching metal objects, which right off the bat, I mean he's gotta walk into doors to get into classrooms, so that's kind of a problem. There's more problems with that, but just right off the bat, that's okay. Let's say that's true. Maybe um, overcame that that day. He also like said, real, real quick, real quick. That does sound like an autism thing. Uh, yeah, it's and, absolutely. Uh, yeah, and and that doesn't mean he wouldn't be able to. Uh, not that I'm saying I have autism, but I've always had a weird thing about styrofoam. Ever since I was really when I was really little, I just <laughs> couldn't touch styrofoam. Something about the texture just. Like it was like a uh, like I just couldn't. I mean, as I've gotten older, you know, I've I've. I mean, even now to this day, I'll touch stuff. I'm like, it just kind of makes my skin crawl. But like, I'm able to do it. So I would assume that's kind of maybe was getting at because there's no way he could go through life being <laughs> that deathly afraid of metal. Like he'd have to somehow overcome it to some extent. Uh, but yes, sorry, go on. If you couldn't tell by now from the way I sound, I'm sure when I was a little kid, I ate styrofoam. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Let's say, all right. Yeah. He has Asperger's. So that's going to be some weird thing. Like middle. So, all right. That's, he overcame that that day. It wasn't an issue. He also said that he was basically like, well, I'm on rumble. I can say it. He was a retard. Like he <laughs> had very poor motor function, like drooling. He was like bird that flew out of the cuckoo's nest. Like the dude was just like gone, not there. And what's interesting about this is it just kind of ties into Adam's philosophy, which if you listen to his YouTube, this is clearly not the case. This is someone that is articulate. He says things I don't agree with, but I mean, the dude, he, every video he put out, he wrote papers on it. I mean, the dude knew how to talk. He was well-read on the subjects that he liked. He knew what he was saying. So that's kind of contradictory. And also, I mean, everyone's seen him playing Dance Dance Revolution. Like, this is not a guy that has hand-eye coordination problems mm -hmm. as far as seeing what's on the screen. Like, he can move his feet to get to where the arrows had to be on the floor. So that's a, another weird thing. And I, the whole thing with Peter was like, this is why – it kind of points to why Adam hated doctors in schools. Like, so let's say it's true. Let's say he was over-medicated, and that is all true. 
So that could explain why on his YouTube channel, uh, he's referring to the rape of our children and schools or indoctrination centers. Those are exact quotes that he says. So that kind of ties into his philosophy. And also there was one last thing that I was going off with that kind of slipped my mind. I'm going to think for one second, I'll come back. Okay. Hated schools, dancing. Also, uh, yeah. Uh, so he quit taking his medicine as a re- result of that. So there was a lot of weird issues. And he just quit taking his medicine. And that was the end of that. Didn't trust doctors. Didn't go see doctors anymore. That could also explain why he had such a weird relationship with his mom. Why maybe Nancy was, Nancy was so controlling over him why the only way they communicated, even though he had a cell phone was the emailer. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff from that little experiment they did on him could explain a lot of his behavior after that. Mm. I suppose. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, all right. I mean, and, and as you got with the medication and you, know, you said, his dad said he was basically like kind of retarded. Uh, yeah. although maybe he was referring to, I don't know. Obviously I don't know the direct quote, uh, but maybe he was referring to when he was on meds or when he was off meds. On, uh, one of, when one he was on meds. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So he may have just been that heavily medicated to where he was kind of just, you know, uh, not there. Um, <laughs> that would make sense. Uh, although, I mean, who would medicate their kid to that level? Although that would then speak to his psyche and the, you know, kind of what maybe some of why he was the way he was. Uh, I mean, I mean, medicating your kid to that extent. Um, I mean, although, you know, I guess maybe that may play to his hatred for his mother, like you said, because, you know, obviously I would assume uh, the medicating him to that level would be almost like a abuse. uh, Yeah, yeah, like a convenience thing for the for the parents, because it's like uh, whatever issues are probably dealing with his mental stuff. It's probably may have just been easier for them just to heavily medicate him and make him, you know, almost sedated, you know, for example, uh, He didn't even talk to us three years old, according to some reports. So uh, there are reports of him having like extreme developmental issues. Uh, someone said that to me on Twitter. It's it's hilarious. It was a uh, around the time when he's five years old, little kid. That apparently on the playground he would like bark, like make animal noises, and they remembered that about him, which is like the most random, odd, oddball thing about him. <laughs> <laughs> that he'd just be barking at other kids on a playground. <laughs> I mean, that does sound like the weird autistic kids. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, okay, well, I mean, unless you have more to expound on this, I feel like we've kind of hit all the stuff, Unless or in this vein, th- this node of information, uh, unless there's anything more, because it seems <clears> to be <throat> we kind of have a theme in this episode, uh, just kind of, you know, connecting different, uh, you know, making certain patterns known. Uh, it, it, otherwise I do have some questions unless you think there's more you would like to, uh, some questions from the audience, unless there's some more you'd like to go uh, on. No, if, you have, if you have questions, that's good. We can go, go with questions. Okay. Well, I just didn't know if there was anything more you want to touch on this kind of, I have of one, information that we're on. Huh? One, I have one last thing, which, uh, all right. He's autistic. So no one's disputing that. Mm. I mean, just from like the little image you used on rumble, like the dude's clearly out just from being sober. So, He's kind of, he's an oddball, but the, if he actually is this severely autistic, I mean, to say that he did what he did is like, 
it's a bold statement. Like, I'm not saying it's false. I'm just saying that's extreme. He did the same thing that Salvador Ramos did, but he did it. I'm not saying that's it's horrible. I'm not saying it was better. I'm saying he achieved. They both had goals. Adam Lodge achieved his goal better than Salvador Ramos did. Yeah, I mean, it is better, in, in, but not in a moral sense, just yeah, in, a, uh, in a numbers sense, and if that yeah. was your goal. Yeah, I get, I get you. I don't think anyone's saying you're uh, trying to – would think no. that you're, you're saying that, you know, high score, way to go, <laughs> bud. <laughs> so, uh, okay, well, all right, yeah, that, that, this, is, uh, this has been a good one so far. All right, I got one from the audience, and for those watching live, uh, I've seen some people chatting. Uh, if you do want to add, if you have any questions, you can ask. Uh, but I do have one from Crooked Man. He says, why was Lauren Russo's DNA all over the AR-15 and on the cartridges inside a loaded magazine? And then he says, show me a pic of Lanza dead in the school. I don't need to see dead kids. I need to see a pic of, pic of Lanza, Stephen Paddock style, dead on the ground. And I have a feeling we'll probably kind of go more into these details later episodes. I don't feel the need to go too in, in depth. Uh, but, you know, obviously we'll, we'll answer, like, why was Ro Lauren Russo's DNA all over the AR-15 and on okay. the cartridges inside a loaded magazine? So, because obviously if it's a loaded magazine, it's kind of like, how the hell did your DNA yeah. get inside there? Although, I guess if you're doing, I don't know if it's blood was the DNA, because I guess that's would be somehow possible. Somehow she blew I mean, she wouldn't it. be able to grab bullets inside yeah. of the clips. I mean, it would have to be some sort of fluid. Well, I would yeah, imagine. That's what I'm yeah, yeah. So that's the only way I could imagine it could have, unless she was the one who loaded the magazine. Uh, and you know, they're implying kind of like skin cells or something. But if it's blood, I guess there you could imagine a way in which that would happen. It would be somehow like maybe she bled on him. But I, I don't remember who this Lauren Russo, Russo individual is off the top of my head. So I'll let you take this instead of me trying to speculate off out of my ass. Okay. All right. Uh, Lauren Russo was a substitute teacher. I'll get into it briefly. This this is a non sequitur, but her father said that he wasn't able to see her body, that they cremated her before the funeral. The coroner is the one that told him she was shot point blank multiple times in the face. I wouldn't advise you see the body. So he was never able, to, never able to see her. So the only possible explanation I could think of of how her DNA got on the exact number is it's on 13 bullets inside of a P mag. So that's, that's bananas. The only possible conspiracy uh, comparison I can think of is with Dylan Klebold and the tech nine that he, they say he shot himself with is, or he died right next to the tech nine. So there is a significant amount of blood in the barrel of the tech nine, which makes sense because we've seen the crime scene. There's, blood everywhere so it makes sense that blood sort of leaked into the barrel so that could be my only possible explanation without any sort of funny business of how that could even happen yeah that's me being charitable too yeah i mean i don't really even know what the conspiracy otherwise <laughs> would be because this is a kid so i don't really know I mean, uh, Lauren Russo was a substitute oh, no, no, teacher. teacher, teacher, teacher. Okay. never mind, never mind. I was thinking it was a kid. Uh, okay. Yeah. No, then. Okay. Now, now that makes a little more sense that how there could be conspiracies that, that spawn out from that. But yeah, 13 bullets. I mean, I don't remember what a P mag, which kind of magazine. It's, that an is. AR, it's a magazine. Yeah. Well, I, just, I mean, I, I, I mean, I have an AR too and I have different magazines. Obviously you have like the shitty ones that you kind of will use at the range, like the crappy yeah. kind of tin ones. And those ones like, 
if say that come out somehow got sat in like a pool of blood or some even just got someone drip blood on it they, 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 there's a lot of holes and it's very there's a lot of like you know spots in the in the where the metals bent were just kind of yeah. just open air where it could easily get in there but now like some of the nicer nicer uh, magazines there's not really any area for it to get into aside from like the top where the bullets load in uh so i don't really know how it would work if it was a nicer one. I mean, I mean, I, this may sound like a dark thought, but if I'm going to carry out some sort of act like this, I'm not going to use shitty mags because those usually load pretty awfully. I know my shit mags sometimes will fucking jam all the time when I'm shooting. So, <laughs> but like the nicer ones, that they they're more clean, you know. It's because usually, like I said, the other ones are just ones you use, like you know, just screwing around at the range or something. You're not trying to use your nice mags. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I mean, I don't. I mean, I've, I'd have to look at the mag to have a better idea. But I mean, I guess it's not that crazy. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know if, I mean, I don't know. That doesn't sound that crazy to me. He could have easily dropped a magazine in a pool of blood, picked it back up, put it back in his pocket. I, I don't know, you know. So, also, we don't know is are these the uh, thirteen bullets that are on top of it mm-hmm. or at the bottom? Because that would make a a big difference, yes, in my opinion. Absolutely. Yeah, that would make a big difference. Yeah, because I mean, if it was, yeah, if, or even if it was on the bottom, like if it was one of the crappier mags where they kind of have open spots in the magazine where air can go in and you know whatever else. Uh, yeah, I mean, it could be on the bottom, top, or wherever. But yeah, just yeah, you would think it would be one or the other, not you know, or, or if it was just on random bullets throughout, then it would imply someone was yeah. even like they load, she loaded it or something. I I don't know. Uh, or they completely fucked up investigating anything. Yeah. yeah. But uh, well, uh, and also oh, go ahead. Go ahead. that's kind of a common theme with crime scenes. I've learned in investigating these things is there is no thing as a preserved crime scene. Yeah. At all. No, no such thing. <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, I agree. I mean, people have this idea of how investigations probably work, and obviously I've never been in one, but, you know, it's it's kind of the same idea of how people think war works, but then once you start learning yeah. more about it, you're like, oh, you're like, you realize how often drones actually take out innocent people, but we have this idea, you know, when you're younger or before you ever really look into this stuff that it works completely different than that. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, that's not how that works. Uh, it's not like this idea that we're, oh, we're just like, pulling targeted you know hits on you know hajis you know the terrorists uh it's it's taken out a whole lot of people and they're being pretty sloppy with it usually so they had uh, underground tunnels <laughs> yeah <laughs> well all right man i think we're kind of i think we've hit uh hit a lot here we'll probably save a little bit for next time uh you know a little bit tease i think we'll probably talk about the man in the woods next time i don't know what else okay. maybe more stuff like this uh whatever else you come up with for the next one but with that, uh, you want to kind of let people know where they can find you, follow you, or whatever, what what have you. Okay, uh, if you want to find me on Facebook, I guess you can DM me. I don't, I don't ever get on Facebook, and that's my personal one. But if you want to contact me, the only social media I get on is Twitter. I'm Joanne Klebold on Twitter. I believe my name on there is not that guy because that's not who I am. <laughs> I'm, that's, I'm someone else. Yeah. Yeah, you're an anon. Uh, but all right, well, I appreciate you having on. We'll we'll have you on again here soon. I'm sure we'll probably do other more forbidden topics in the future. But with that, this is the No Way Jose Show. You can find us on YouTube, all major art buckters, a Rumble as well. Like I said before, this is a Rumble exclusive, so definitely follow that. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Tower Gang Jose. If you want to support my work, Patreon.com. Just No Way Jose 2020. Like, share, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. And with that, we are out.